Welcome to the Havar podcast, where God is combining two Hebrew words, Haver, which means friend, and Havar, which means yoke together for a heavenly task. Women have lost the art of communal living, leaving us feeling alone and not knowing who's with us. This is the place we meet to restore life together, where we link arms in deep friendship, pulling each other to a higher place of destiny, purpose, and perfection in Christ. This is Tabitha Haynes and Stacy March, and we're commissioning women to carry the weight of their lives together. When we experience disconnection, it can lead to feelings of devastation, disappointment, and abandonment by the ones that we feel love us. But when those moments come, sometimes it seems like it's easier to check out than it is to check back in. But we know that of our land, we are called to meet back at the table for dinner every night in this friendship house because that is what friendship does. God ordained and God designed friendship. And so, Var, welcome back to our dinner table after a little friendship friction. Thank you. I'm happy, not happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Happy to be here with you, Var. I'm happy to be here with you. Good. Not, just not happy to have to talk, but I mean, I guess it's good actually because a lot of good things happen. So mm-hmm. let's just be vulnerable and transparent and true for our friends. Mm-hmm. So we had a little friendship friction. It was a day where you kind of ran away. Mm-hmm. And I tried to chase after you, but you didn't quite know it. But I don't think at that moment you really even <laughs> cared. You're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I feel disconnection. I'm leaving. And I felt disconnection and realized after we did a live and I retold the story and I busted out weeping on the live, on the live out of nowhere. I was laughing and then I bent over and laughter and came up weeping. You can go back to our Facebook live, our page on Facebook on April 4th. So it was Monday, April 4th. You can see the whole thing. It's on there. Mm-hmm. We'll even put a link. April 4th, 2022, to yeah. be exact. <laughs> and I, we'll even throw in a little link to that video so you can just watch what happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like we were laughing and then we weren't. Yeah. And we were live and there was nowhere to go. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you, you took an excerpt out of that and, um, and reposted it. So there's just a little, little bitty video of it, or it's the whole, you know, once we set live, we had said we're going live for 10 minutes and we were on for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's about normal. It is about normal. We got to do better with that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how we, but it took us an hour. To get to to that. So just proves our point. You got to spend the time, y'all. I wouldn't advise that you push play, like go live and then start the conversation. I wouldn't always suggest that. But Mm. I said, hey, hey, sometimes things have to come up before they can come out. Mm -hmm. And so it came up in the story and my true little heart strings kind of bled out. Yeah. So it's actually (laughs) led to a lot of really good things so Mm -hmm. tell everybody like what you were feeling why it came up in the live like that yes so what what I realized for myself personally with a little help from the wheel of emotions so I encourage you guys to look that thing up 
It's it literally has, called the wheel of emotions. And it has saved some um, heartache. Time. We roll with the wheel. You yeah. know what I'm saying around here? We, we roll with the we wheel. We rock and roll. Yeah. Like rock and tears and roll with healing yeah and so, so on four tires of the of the plow we pull <laughs> wait how many tires do plows have do they even have tires oh, sure <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's true but we'll roll with i it. mean modern day plows do they have tires I'm sure. delete oh. this whatever <laughs> no i'm keeping it because that's just funny okay so that wheel helped me start kind of diving into how I was feeling. I guess it really starts kicking up stuff. So we're just talking about emotions. And then I actually had an emotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had an emotion. And so what I realized is that when I was feeling disconnected with Stacy, it or actually, if I want to get a little more deeper into this, when I feel like Stacy disconnects with me, when she disconnects from me. For whatever reason, I feel like I am abandoned. And when I disconnect from you, you feel as if I'm disappointed in you. Mm -hmm. So just the gist of what is happening in our hearts. And so I don't even think we have to go into too very much detail because I feel as if everybody has their own feelings when somebody disconnects from them. And so I will let you put, fill in the blank. When you disconnect from me, emotionally, physically, I feel like this. And what the Lord has brought up today is that when that happens, if you guys go even a few podcasts back, we talked about the garden and how there are certain trees and certain little seeds and certain plants that live and thrive and are alive in our gardens, the gardens of our heart, the gardens of our lives. And we have to really tend to those. And we talked about the good things that were planted, but I think this week the Lord wants us to hit on some of the trees that we didn't even realize were there. And so Stacy has this tree of disappointment that has been growing in the garden of her heart for a really long time. The Lord almost said it's pretty much one of the oldest trees. And so we won't even, I don't even know unless you want to talk about how far it goes back, but these things usually go far back. Would you say? Yeah. And one thing that we have to realize and that was really eye-opening to me um, just in some of my study this week and on on the heart because I think it was last week or maybe it was no it was last week when we were talking about the Lord really wants to engage the heart so he can heal it and as we often say around here it's like week after week it just builds and you know he's precept upon precept so my focus was on the heart because he had said that and then, so I just started kind of studying it more. And what came out of that is understanding that the heart actually has a brain. It's very connected to our minds. It's also very connected to our guts and or our gut. Don't say guts. It sounds murderous. <laughs> <laughs> and from the time that our hearts begin to beat, which is 18 to 24 it's very days. I mean, it's something. Very it's very, very quick. It is storing memory. So our heart develops before even our brain does. And from then on, we are, we are storing memory. And so who knows how long this tree has been there, but I would 
because it was such a big one, I'd say probably way can date way back to then. So mm-hmm. let's just say like 48 years and 12 hours. <laughs> that's about how long it took to, it was like all these years. And then within a span of about 12 hours or nine hours from us doing this live to me seeing this tree in my garden, it was long and fast mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yes. And so we realized that the Lord first kind of brought that feeling up in us saying, hey, this is here. This is old. It's been there. And then you kind of have to take a minute to say, wow, why is this here? And for me personally, just as an example, I realized that when I feel somebody disconnect from me, I start going into this hyper mode where I start performing for love. So I just start kind of going for it, going for it, going for it. And the Lord is like, when you overachieve, Tabitha, you're doing that because you don't want them to leave. And so it was really just this pause to say, hey, when you feel this way, when that disconnect happens, this is what in an unhealthy way, what you start doing. And so I think we all have that. When we feel those feelings that we don't like, we all have this moment where we can go into a healthy way of dealing with it or an unhealthy way. But some of those old trees make us do the unhealthy route. And so would you say you would know what yours was, Stace, that you kind of went into? All I know is that I was feeling disconnected and shut down. And so I had to get out of here. And for the first time, the Lord gave me the word disappointed. And I realized where the disconnection comes from is when my brain, I don't know what happens first. Either my brain starts shutting down and I can't perform for you in in the middle of all the information that's coming at me. Like you're telling me all these different things. And I'm like, I think I probably get into that striving mode too. Oh, I need to be able to keep up. I need to perform for her. And if I don't, she's going to be disappointed in me. And that was the first realization I had about why I run is that I can't handle the disappointment. What's sad about the whole thing is I I drove off thinking you were disappointed in me. You felt abandoned and so we each wanted each other. Yes. <laughs> but we but we let the lies live instead. Yeah. In the fear. Yeah. In that it, root. Right. And it became all about just what we Well, you said it earlier. You said it's so weird because you go kind of back to yourself. It like springs you like a rubber band right back into yourself. It goes so internal. It does go internal, but the weird thing and the the very dangerous thing and sad thing about that is that when let's just say when I leave out of disconnection because of whatever the root is I'm actually not only I think that I'm just disconnecting from you I have to get away I need a break by myself in actuality when we disconnect when we disconnect from another person we disconnect from ourselves Mm. so actually it can be traced back to some kind of a trauma, which means it can mean whatever. Like, I know that's a, it's a word we use so much today. I think 
it kind of led up to that because in the past we haven't been willing to admit much trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay for a war veteran t- to have PTSD, but it wasn't okay for a child to, yeah, or a wife or a spouse or a friend mm-hmm. or just a, anybody who's not even relationship, but car accident trauma, you know, yeah. we didn't call it what it was. So it yeah. might be overused today because we're having this reckoning with the fact that there's a lot of adults out there walking around with undiagnosed trauma yeah and then they turn around and and inflict that upon their their children and it's just this cycle that I'm so passionate about stopping Mm -hmm. so when we disconnect from each other Mm -hmm. we disconnect from ourselves Mm -hmm. and what I had to face this morning and we we were kind of texting last night so I feel like over the past 12 hours it's just been chipping away at this thing is that I had to get back to that place where I first felt that someone was disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty emotional. Yeah, it's very emotional. <laughs> yeah. But what we don't want to do is rush it. I knew I sat there with it a long time this morning, and then I got dressed, came over here, and said, I don't think I'm done. I'm going to need you to sit with me a little more. And that's it. okay mm-hmm. because you are a feeler. I'm going to say this because you are a feeler, and so you have to go through you know, the feeling of it. And I'm such a thinker. Like, I think a lot of things happen really quick for me because it was like it bypassed my brain <laughs> and I felt it. And then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just think, I just want to say that to say it's okay however long it takes. There is no, you go through this process, whether it takes two minutes or whether it takes 20 hours. Yeah. Like, feel it out, let the Lord work it out. And you are just fine. Yeah. What I realized, and this can work with anything is that I had never actually had this experience where the Lord really took me back to feel something that had happened to me, mm-hmm. but he did this morning. And what I realized, you know how people always say like, Oh, that thought is not your own, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, this morning I got to feel where that disappointment was not my own Mm -hmm. and I felt someone else's Mm -hmm. and the fact that I could feel how they felt about themselves which is how someone else made them feel all of a sudden that became not mine I really experienced that today Mm -hmm. but I had to sit there and grieve because for all of my life I have felt that and I had to grieve the process of letting that go, but also the realization that what all is this stolen from me? And so I just didn't rush the grief. And I'm and there may be other stages to it, but I can say if you'll just let yourself sit there in the moment and feel the grief of the moment, God will not leave you in your grief. Mm-mm. And what he replaced that with was to tell me that I'm really easy to love. And that the person that I thought was disappointed in me, that wasn't on me, mm-hmm. but it was just something that had been done to them. Mm-hmm. And so it became very freeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, you know, just to be very vulnerable, I had to sit there with the Lord for a little bit. And as he reminded me and took me back to the situation, I had to almost sit with that little person that was me and tell her it was okay and I just told her over and over Mm -hmm. it's okay Mm -hmm. you're gonna be okay 
you're going to be okay. You're okay. You're okay. So it, it went from you're going to be okay to going with her in that moment and telling her that even though it wasn't okay, it was okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't okay what happened, but it was okay. She was okay. Mm-hmm. And she is okay. Yes, she is. And so I found that out through friendship. These are places that I'm not so sure that my husband, <laughs> you know, there are other things that have to get worn down, I think, you know, in the, in that kind of relationship. But like we say over and over, there's just not a whole lot of relationships in our lives that are going to let you cover that kind of yeah. stuff and yeah. discover, uncover and actually. Exactly. And then cover you back up again, mm-hmm. which is what Tabitha did for me today. So. And then she said, I popped out with my fivefold talk. Because <laughs> that's where I always get back to. I can't help it. I'm like, no, we're getting back to who you are. <laughs> Rise up, baby. <laughs> Can I just lay here for a little while? No, 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 no. But you're playing with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, the Lord had brought up this story in scripture because I keep on hearing the word fig. I've just seen it everywhere. You know how that happens. Mm -hmm. And so I looked it up and fig can mean peace and prosperity. And it actually tells you like the spiritual climate of a nation or something. And then today the Lord was talking about how these pains in us, that they represent these old trees in our garden that need to come down and so I was thinking about the cursing of the fig tree when Jesus saw the fig tree in scripture and he says there's no figs on it and he was like I curse you from the root and like you will never bear fruit ever again and I felt like that's what the Lord wanted to do with these trees in our hearts he wanted to our hearts (laughs) he wanted to cut down these trees that are not bearing fruit and these disappointments these feelings of abandonment whatever it may be in you guys there's no fruit in that there's no freedom in it and there's no fruit in it and when there's no freedom there's no fruit when there's no peace and prosperity coming from that tree guess what we get to chop it down today and i love that you know in the garden The Lord had to cast them out of the garden because they ate from the tree. But I love that now that we're connected with him, he's like, if I don't like the tree, it's coming down. And I love when Papa God says, if I don't like that tree, it's coming down. And so I just felt like he wanted to do that. He wants to take these trees and he wants us to just curse them in the mighty name of Jesus and say, you're coming down. I will not eat of your fruit. And not only that, nobody will eat of that fruit because there was something interesting about the fig tree that Jesus saw. It only had leaves, but it had no fruit. But we were reading something that said that when a fig tree blooms, the leaves and the fruit grow at the same time. So here we are thinking that we're eating from these trees, but these trees have no fruit. It's the weirdest thing. We think that we have this fruit in our lives of abandonment, but it's such a lie. And it's such a tormenting thing in us that we don't even realize there's no fruit. 
there's just a bunch of leaves on a tree that says, hey, why don't you come eat this? Why don't you come eat this? And what we're doing is we're being tormented in our minds and our hearts and our bodies. And you always talk about how our bodies remember things. And so we look at the tree. We don't even have to act like we're eating it. And we're like, oh, I feel abandoned. I feel dis- I feel like you're disappointed. Whatever emotion you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. And just looking at the tree, just feeling the tree in the garden, we that stuff naturally comes up or even it can get twisted. Like I know I can really think and say that I'm, I'm so independent. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very independent. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm whole inside. I'm well, I don't need someone to give me anything. It's I'm my own well-watered garden. Yes, you are. You are strong, very capable, independent woman. (laughs) (laughs) And what's there to be disappointed with? (laughs) Exactly. Until you get really vulnerable until, you know, so it, it can, um, it can masquerade as, as a tree with fruit. It can actually look like that. Like, look how much work I've done. And you're like, look how big that tree is. Yeah, look how big. And then we realized today that, yeah, that, that tree was really big and it had no fruit on it, only leaves. And them leaves have to fall off. That's right. But not only that, the tree has to come down. Yeah. it has to come down. Mm-hmm. And so I just claim that for us in the mighty name of Jesus. I just take this moment to say we curse these trees that we thought, look how big that tree is. That tree is big, but it's old and there's no fruit on it. And so we curse it from the root. We just break the generational roots that are connected to these things that happen before us and are trying to happen after us leave a legacy of this tree that's in the garden. And so we just take our authority as daughters of God and we just, we cut it. We curse it in the mighty name of Jesus. And we know that this stuff has to be practical. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. (laughs) Just got to end it, you know? (laughs) And so I know that we have to walk this stuff out practically because Come on. We all fall short, right, of the glory of the Lord. And I know that this stuff, even if it's not in our garden, it might be in somebody else's and it may tempt us. That tree in somebody else's garden that was in ours, it may look a little familiar. The, the false fruit may still call. And so I think it's going to be so important for me and Stacy, for us and you guys to say, okay, how do we fight together against this false fruit? this false tree that doesn't belong in our gardens. And so just for me, I just said, stay, say, when you feel disconnected, please don't leave. Just talk to me, whatever has to happen. Just don't leave. And so you just have to come up with one little practical thing that you can start with. And we might not always do it well, but we're saying we are in covenant. Ladies, covenant means I promise you this. And so I think it's about time at Havarland that we actually start promising each other something. Okay, I promise to stay. Really? Okay, I promise to do this. Really? Really? So I think it's time to live the covenant out now. So I would need you to promise me, Var, that when you want to disconnect with me, that you'll talk to me instead. I promise. I think a couple of things, um, well, I, I'm going to ask for more than one here, Var. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Hit me. 
well, as we were talking about on the live yesterday, mm-hmm. one of the things is just making sure that if you see me start to shut down, I know it's an unpleasant look. I know it's a very unpleasant look. But if somehow you could muster up enough wherewithal to somehow convince me that, hey, I'm not disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just those words, I'm not disappointed or I'm not frustrated that you look like that right now. <laughs> You're beautiful, Var. <laughs> you are beautiful, yeah. no matter what they say. <laughs> Words can make me down. <laughs> Your face won't <laughs> let me down. <laughs> Your face won't break me down. That's enough. That's enough. We get the point. <laughs> I haven't made my promise yet. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And uh, I'm going to take that song as my promise. You know, my, my love for music. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just secondly, that if you see me start to shut down, just saying, you know what? <laughs> Let's take a break for 10 minutes. Like, you know, and not feeling like um, somehow you have to go into overdrive because that, that sends me into overdrive too. You know, yeah. we're both in the end trying to please each other. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of breaks that performance spirit. Off of each other, I think. It does. Do you promise? I promise. Okay. Okay, is there one more? I don't know. I mean, I could... Why don't I put the rest of them in a love letter to you? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that sounds good. Give me a few days to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so funny. Well, I think something that just popped into my mind is truly... I don't think we realize that we're disconnecting. I know when you're disconnecting from your face, but instead of you knowing you're disconnecting, you start going into performance mode, whatever that looks like for you. Performance or flight. Or, yeah, whatever. Well, Well, you don't flight at first. You start, you don't flight. That's not your first initial. You start shutting. I watch your face shut down. Then you literally look like a robot. (laughs) And your face melts. Then your body starts to shut down on me. And then you grab your purse. And then you walk out the door. But I start striving. Oh, but so I'm just trying to make you stay. But yeah. it's just shutting you down. Well, more. we're both in fight or flight. Yeah. Both of us. You're in fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And so when that's happening, you have to, I think, the first person that starts to truly recognize it is the other person watching you disconnect on them. I know that when you start shutting down, that it's time to soothe. It's not time to strive. It's just time to soothe and validate our love. Yeah. It's just time to be like, I love you. Let's just, let's yeah. just validate our love right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I think we have to use each other to do that. And that will teach us the feelings when that's happening to us. And it'll teach us how to respond to others and each other. So. Yeah. I, I have this weird thing in the car that I do. You know how you have dual temperature controls? Mm-hmm. I have this thing, like if I'm the only one in the car, I have to put both of them on the same setting because in my mind to have them off kilter, like even by a degree or two, puts too much stress on the engine. So I always, if I'm by myself in the car, and even if I'm not, if I have a passenger, I will subtly reach over there and make the temperatures match. (laughs) Because I don't want the engine to have too much stress on it. Mm. You may ask why I I tell that story, Var. Uh, No, I (laughs) I feel like I know where you're going, so go. 
you little prophetic thing. <laughs> you show the picture and you tell us. You share the word. <laughs> so just one of the pra- very practical things in, in your friendship is that, again, this doesn't work if your temperatures aren't the same. Like, mm-hmm. you have to set the temperature in the room. The temperature in the room is done because your hearts are connected. You worship together. You pray together. And the whole reason that we were able to even get this far is because on Saturday, we set time aside, just us, to worship and for the Lord to bring us back together. So as we gave ourselves over to this experience and to what the Lord wanted, it set the climate for the rest of this healing to take place. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it's just, just a word, like set the temperature, set the temperature in the room, set the temperature in your friendship and make mm-hmm. sure you're warmed by the fire of the Lord. This doesn't work. Otherwise it's like a cold exercise. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no fruit on it. There's no wind there's nothing it you have to be warmed in your heart not only to him but to each other Mm -hmm. like you have to stir the embers of your hearts towards each other Mm -hmm. and that's the only way this works Mm -hmm. and I don't know any other way to say it's it's it can be awkward but get in a room and worship with each other Mm -hmm. and something will happen Mm -hmm. this week I sent a text to Stacey I said you're not going to believe this. This is so cool. Face to face in Hebrew doesn't mean just let's look at each other's faces. It actually means intimate, free communication. And I love that uh-huh. because that's how Stacy and I started. We had this beautiful, intimate, free communication with God and with one another. We, we held nothing back. And we have lived that face to face life with him and with each other. And that's the calling of love it's the calling of friendship is the calling of connection with God and with one another and so we have to get back to it every time so when you feel that disconnection you know that the enemy is trying to steal your intimacy and your free speech <laughs> and we about justice around these parts so ain't nobody stealing our free speech you know what I'm saying <laughs> and so you guys find each other meet each other at the dinner table like we say here in this friendship house in your friendship house and talk it out so that you can walk it out and you can worship your way through the whole thing. Yeah. And as you're doing this, you know, I love to, what I'm starting to do in our own city is just help people walk through this. So if you have any questions or you need to reach out to us, I mean, we'll be happy to sit with you or I will. It's just what I'm so passionate about is, um, you know, this friendship house that we're building, but we have to be healthy. We just have to be healthy. That's right. Or the living rooms are, well, basically dens of hell and we don't want that. Mm -mm. And so we want, we want people to be able to come into our house that's whole as much as it can be is healthy. And then we want to sit there in the living room in health. And then we want to be able to leave in health and have somewhere to bring others back to. So Mm -hmm. if you, have any questions about any of this process? I know we talk a lot of metaphors around here and just, Mm -hmm. just, you know, we're just putting out these ethereal sort of ideas and, but there are ways to make them practical. Mm -hmm. And so that's also what we're here to do behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So, and the practical comes when you actually share how you're really feeling, what you're really going through so that we can start making these tools practical 
to what is happening. Yeah, exactly. So you have to be open with each other and with us if you're having a hard time. Yeah. The point in all of this is not just so that we get healed, but so those around us can. When I kick out disappointment, I kick it out of my children, my home, and all of those who have it hidden inside their hearts. Instead, I get to say, you know what? You are so easy to love. Acceptance and approval then become my language and my children's way of life, and they will never have to carry around what was stolen from me all those years ago. This is the power of friendship and legacy. It begins to answer all the other cries around us. Okay. Well, thanks for listening this week. We hope it helped. Go back and watch those lives, and uh, you'll know where all this came from and how raw. It was just such a raw moment that led to something really beautiful. So our garden is springing up, Var. So excited. Me too. So thanks, Lord. Thanks, Var. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.